When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to DraftKings Network. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. Oh, baby. Them fucking Rangers, Dallas. Come on. No, fuck you. The Rain- got, I'll tell you no. what, they got what? a horseshoe up their ass. Yeah, is guess what? They what? Got yeah. Right now. yeah, you know what? They do have a horseshoe up their ass. Want to know why? Because they fucking cowboys, baby. No. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Them cowboys are out there winning games nine straight on the road. I believe that that's a record for a team in a single postseason. Nine straight road wins for them Rangers. Oh. And hey, listen. Hey, not a lot of good news besides the win. I mean, you're down a Max Scherzer. You're potentially down an Adolis Garcia. But at the end of the day, Dallas, still a win for them Rangers. 2-1 series lead in that World Series, Dallas. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now you're gonna tell me. where it starts. I'm going to tell you where it starts, Jared. Start? Tell me where it starts. I've seen better execution in a high school driver's ed class. <laughs> what are you talking about? Stop at the stop sign. Uh, yeah, yeah, stop yeah, at the yeah, stop yeah, yeah, sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's such a dagger. Hold on, this is a good that part. Is... Shut up, shut up, shut up. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Shut the fuck it's up, It's a different ballgame. Shut up. It's a different ballgame if it's one nothing early. I really have been sleeping it all day. I fucking I've hey, been on this couch for you don't even know you don't days. even know the words. You don't even know the words to this song. Matter, cowboy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the 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 stop sign immediately. I mean, oh come on, man. We're in such a different position. Two on, first and third, nobody out. It's just a different world. We're living in a different world right now. Oh, that's a dagger. That is a dagger in a decisive. I mean, look, 1-1, series 1-1, you're at home. I understand you got the chance to go up early, and maybe that's what Walker's thinking because he was aggressive. He was hunting home plate, all right? And I don't fault him oh, for yeah. that. 
he had his head straight on the fucking but, but, dirt. But that's that's <laughs> the thing, Joe. Is it is early? There, there, Jared. Some would say that there's little meat left on that bone, <laughs> and and he didn't. I mean, oh god. I, you I think get he it. just thought you think he thought he was going so fast. He's I'm going so fucking fast. Well, he didn't right even now. look. He didn't even look. Oh, it wasn't a. Bro, like he you're looking at your feet, you're going, you're going. Yeah, you see your feet it, moving, you see it, your own feet. You're, oh my god! You're like going so fast. Joe, he had it in his no mind. Way like they a, got if me. this ball, if this ball reaches the outfit, if this is a knock, I'm going. I, it's fucking one nothing snakes, and we're getting it up. The problem was it was to Adolis Garcia. That's that's problem number one. He's got a problem cannon. number two. Problem number two is Garcia was letting the ball go as Christian Walker was like hitting slash releasing from third base. Like it it wasn't particularly close. I was it wasn't it though? Like it basically what? took a beautiful, perfect throw and a perfect handling of that throw to nail him at the plate, right? Even though he blew through the stop sign, which is it's kind of like no. sep- Jay, that's two and a half feet, dude. Two and a half uh, feet second know, inning. Like it's it's not even I'm like not really me, even trying no, to you defend at- it. I'm just like I don't know. It felt a little closer in real time than. Well, but see, like, like game, like, like that, all that be damn, like, like for me, it wasn't like I, as soon as I saw him continuing to like, we didn't have the shot of, of the third base coach. We didn't have that yet. Replay hadn't happened in real time. I was like, oh, this is no, no, don't, don't do this. Don't do this. This is not good. And then it wasn't. And then like, like from my perspective, not even close. Not even close. And then they showed the replay. And that's where, like, know your runner, know your defender. Like, we're just talking two opposite ends of the spectrum there. And then game situation. And the whole series, like, it's 1-1. Series is 0-0. It's best, you know, like, we we, we just, we got to be better. We have to we have to give ourselves a chance. But again, it's it's so early in the game that it's not like one of those it doesn't feel like it's a big, huge, monumental, mental mistake because you could call it a physical mistake. He didn't have his head up. Well, that's that's part of the mental aspect of this is knowing that you need to be in communication with your third base coach. So for it to happen early, it's him just excited, wanting to make a play, knows that it could be very impactful. You go up this early, one nothing. Like, who knows? The throw drawn, you'd like for guy to end up at second. Like, there's just... A lot of different things that are probably going through your mind right there if you're Walker. Uh, getting thrown out by two and a half, three feet, I don't think was one of them when it started. No, no outs. Does that kill the Christian Walker resurgence train because they had all the momentum? He's been terrible all playoffs. He was Apparently, ready to be I an X Factor, Joe. He well, was ready he to was, be an X Factor. He hit the double, and they had to trade Turner treatment. They yeah. gave him the standing ovation. Mm-hmm. They took a page out of Philly's book, and it fucking worked. That that double, then, by the way, that was a home run in twenty out of thirty ballparks. Mm-hmm. Do you believe? Do you believe in the butterfly effect, Dallas? Yes. So let's just say hypothetically, right? Christian Walker hits a home run. Instead of a double that he gets thrown out at home plate, and that's a run for the D backs. It's like, all right, well, they still would have lost three two, but this mm. the vi- like the butterfly effect of all no, no, of that no, no, happening no, no, no. changes Completely. the vibes. Yes, yeah, that, that's why. Like you, you know, it's like, oh man, you give up a homer, and uh, or you say say you walk a guy, and it was a close pitch, and now he's on first base, and then the next pitch, 
to the next hitter, the first pitch to the next hitter, boom, bomb, right? And you're like, well, that hurts. But things may have been a little different. Pitch selection, location, everything. If I'm not pitching out of the stretch, if I don't have a guy on first base, if I so yeah, that that stuff. I mean, but that's all. I think the butterfly effect also you have to factor in the benefit of hindsight because you know what happens and that's what gets your curiosity peaked is well what if this would have right hypothetical train starts rolling into town and everybody wants to get on board with that yeah especially with scherzer pitching who was uh like not sh- not sharp and he and it and it took well, him taking a ball off his fucking elbow to get out of that inning that out giving that free out like you gotta assume they're scoring obviously at least one probably two well, if in- he scores on that or if he stays at the What third. are you saying if he doesn't get hit or if Scherzer comes back out? I'm saying if you if you have first and third, he doesn't go home, no one out. Like you pretty much guaranteed at least one run. Well you yeah, you're you're look you'd like to believe that. But you would I'm be saying able probably more than that. More out. than that. Against Scherzer. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, guy, well, guy's Joe, got, what do you mean? He's got no why? back. He's got no That's back. Fine. He's got That's a fine. blister. He's he's thirty nine years old. The guy can't pitch. In it. He's let, let me ask you this: He's question. not sharp. Is the is the three innings of no runs from Max Scherzer? Is that is that anywhere close to the what we get from Evaldi? Five innings, five runs. <laughs> like is that? Cl- that's, I, yeah, it's probably what better, I'm, no I'm kind of getting at is Scherzer gave you what he gave you. And it for me, it's been you'll take what you can get from him every start this uh, this postseason. You'll take what you can get from Max Scherzer. And what he did tonight was give you three innings. He was poised to give you five. He was poised to give you more than three shutout innings, which is what he gave you with a fucking Terry's major in two pieces. That's what he gave you. And then the bullpen comes out and just absolutely i mean just shuts it down right sans chapman shuts it down things are heating up in the ballpark and the chase to crown a champion is on with DraftKings sportsbook you won't miss a moment of the baseball action new customers can score 200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on baseball plus all customers can take a crack at a sweet payday with DraftKings same game parlays string together multiple bets from a single game for your shot at a major payout so what are you waiting for download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code jared new customers can score 200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on baseball only on the DraftKings sportsbook app with promo code jared the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in massachusetts call 800-327-5050 or visit gambling help line in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny in kansas call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of boot hill casino and resort 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Opt-in and 10-plus leg requirement for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. But, I, I mean, if Scherzer doesn't wear one off the elbow and ends up maybe tweaking his back, trying to not wear one off the elbow and can't make it, is it five? Probably uh, with the lead. Uh, Probably. I think him was, him exiting that game was the best thing that ever happened to the Rangers. 
<laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It's I'm like, not even, I mean, I'm John being a little, comes in. I'm being a little, John Gray has been a dog. I'm being a yeah, little but, funny. But, but, how, but do we, it's, how do we, yeah, how do we say that though? How do we say that if he's giving you three, he, what, what do you, how many hits did he give up? Two one, hits, two, two hits? walks, one strikeout. It okay, wasn't so like he, he was fucking dominating. Stuff. He didn't no, look he got, no, he got bailed out because he ran through the stop sign and got nailed by a fucking ground ball that turned into an out. Like, but it he wasn't can't will himself through another fucking innings. six outs? You tell Jay, me Max Jay, Scherzer Jay, can't will no. himself through another six Jay, outs? Jay, how many swings and misses did Scherzer have tonight? Maybe uh, three. It's a good question. I didn't have that handy. Hold on. Is, what, is that on Savant? Yeah, pull up Savant. I'm curious what the swing and miss was. Because, I mean, three three shot. Two. Two, two swings and miss. Okay. I so, said, yeah, three. But but isn't that isn't that what Max Scherzer is right now? Like, he's not going to. We knew yes. he wasn't going to have good yes. shit. We knew he, he was yes. just going to go out there and die That's on the shield. That's the whole point. He, like, that, did you at any point, Dallas, think about CC Sabathia at, uh, tonight? Like, we're just. You knew that if Max Scherzer comes out it. in agony, it's like, all right. This is the last because he's sl- right now. He would have been slated for game seven. seven. Now yes. it's like, all right, you had to use your game four starter and John Gray who comes out of the bullpen mm-hmm. to save Scherzer. Uh, mm-hmm. So now we're going to probably see what like double uh, bullpen games tomorrow. Uh, probably. And, and here's and what's then what the intriguing. fuck are they going to do in game seven? Well, this is what's intriguing about the Scherzer thing is remember, this is the dude who woke up and couldn't move his neck. Right. And was like, I can't even fucking I can barely see out of the side of my eye. How what was that last year, a couple years ago, whatever it was, and then ends up somehow, some way, able to make his start, able to bounce back. So who knows what this is, right? And, I, and I'll say this. I think there's a little showmanship to Max. He, he probably knew what he was feeling, but he's there, top step, World Series, understands, man, I know eyeballs are on me right now. I want to go out there and muster everything I can up. I just don't know that I have it. So, Jay, I can understand how you facetiously would say that's probably the best thing that happened to the Texas Rangers is getting Max Scherzer out there who was getting by on smoke and mirrors. And that's totally fair to assess. The whole point is he was getting by on smoke and mirrors. And so with a three-run lead, if you were able to continue to blow a little smoke and maybe flash a reflection here or there, you're going to do it. You're going to continue to go because Max Scherzer is going to tell you that you're going to continue to roll him out there. And Bruce Bochy is going to continue to roll him out there until he finds himself one swing away from a shift in the game. And he'll give him that shot to change it. And if not, it's a done deal. We'll see you. Enter yeah. the rest of the boys. Well, that's my point is he probably would have given him that shot and he probably would have ended badly. I think. I think the fact that they got out of that with zero runs allowed in three innings for Scherzer. Injury aside is a massive win for the Rangers. They got a better, they got probably a guy who is a better pitcher right now in the game on the mound to replace Scherzer. Um, and their bullpen did a great job. I mean, that that to me is the story of the game. Well, and so think about this, Jay. Hey, there's no chance you put Max Scherzer in John Gray's position and ask him to do what John Gray did, do you? No. Knowing that no. you have the injury that you're dealing with with Max Scherzer. So back to my, No, back to my back to the like, you know, the lofty, oh, could Max be an X factor thing? If he's healthy and gets through tonight and gives you five shutout and then is somehow able to answer the bell in game seven if necessary and give you three or four or give you something like he did tonight for me. That tells you that makes 
Max Scherzer, and X-Factor. Because now you're giving the ball to a guy like John Gray who can do what he's doing because that Max Scherzer has been able to do what he's done. There's no chance you're getting Max up and down, up and down in the bullpen and not running him out there or running him out there and expecting more than no, 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 no. John Gray has been fabulous. Yeah. Like, what's he got a sub two in the postseason right now? One, five, nine. Well, just, and, and like Joe said, the role, the role that he's serving right now, that's what you like. It's World Series time, buddy. Like, give me the ball. Roll be damned. I'm an out getter. That's what you turn into in October. You're a pitcher, March through September. In October, you're an out getter. That's your job. And he looks like Jay Hay. And he looks like Jay oh. Hay. Yes, we have we have uh, we have decided that. Um, yeah, we said the I best think. looking guy on the Rangers is that, was, that. That's how we started the conversation. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, Jay Hay. I think mm-hmm. Dallas landed on the Christian Walker getting thrown out by Adolis Garcia play. Uh, at home plate as the most pivotal moment of the game. What would you say was the most pivotal moment of the game? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, the Corey Seager home run is probably the most pivotal point of the game. Um, Mm. If we're being real about it. Uh, did we did we hear an exit velo? I I was yelling when he hit it because I'm pretty sure I saw that it's the hardest hit home run in the by exit velocity in the stat like in the postseason and stat in the cast postseason era. the stat cast era it's like 114 yeah it was like 114.5 miles per yeah, hour joe you could have told me it was 142.5 and i would have had no issue with that it was 197 <laughs> it was a fucking 4. missile a missile that still, and seems, that still seems low for the highest it's light it does yeah, I, I know agree, that Jared. seems light yeah. yeah like matt stares matt stares off of fucking uh broxton in 2008 like that had to be an exit velocity of fucking 200 well how hard how stuff. hard was the bro how hard was the ball that Marte hit late in the game the fucking the double play if that ball gets through we got a different ball game that's how hard yeah. that was hit well just to be clear it was just the hardest two. hit homer Hardest hit homer, not hardest hit ball. Yeah, yeah no, and, for sure. No, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanted, the kids at home need to know that the hardest hit balls are on the ground. That's well, yeah, true. Well, that's not just, in this case. This one was point one, point, point one mile per hour slower than the Seager homer. Not, I think the hardest hit ball was like a fucking Giancarlo Stanton single. Uh, you sure not? It's not the O'Neill Cruz. If you Pardon if you me. look that up. I want to say if if someone passed them, maybe, but at one point, the hardest hit ball during the StatCast era was a Giancarlo Stanton like base hit to fucking yeah. right center. It it was, but then Dallas's guy, O'Neill yeah. Cruz. Oh, so we're beating him. Right. Sounds like you owe him a jersey, Jerry. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh shit, huh? <laughs> he already has every jersey. Dude, right has, what would be the next jersey that you would want, Dallas? Ooh. Man, uh, Las Vegas got no, Las Vegas. Was, whoa, Joe, <laughs> unnecessary. The Las Vegas dick. A's. Maybe uh, um, I don't know, man. Maybe a Shane McClanahan. Oh, okay. We should get. Him. He already said he wanted to come on the podcast. We should get him on. Yeah, so he's a he's a peach. He's uh, a peach. What's the what's the Las Vegas A's color scheme going to be? Are Why are we even? We're not having I'm just that asking. I mean, we got on the it's subject. Not, Is it, are they going to keep the green and right, gold? And we can quickly get off the well, fucking yeah, subject. Like, you know, you're 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 like a mouthpiece for the organization. So I fig I figured I'm a that, broadcaster. Yeah, I'm, mouth, I'm a that's, broadcaster. I'm, that's the definition of a mouthpiece. Uh, the color scheme is just going to be like 
they're all well, going to be dressed like why? the dealers uh, ah. at a Vegas casino. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, can I can I act, can I provide a different answer to your question though? Because yeah, Caesar was sure. a little too obvious. I do. I think if I have they're to come basic. up with another one, it's Corbin. It's Chapman. Not to give him undue credit, but when Chapman got Carol uh, Corbin Carroll strike uh, struck out looking. Just um, fucking frozen that pizza. Slider right down the cock. Yeah, yeah, right down. Um, yeah. The cock. Carol looking for heater. Carol looking for the heater. Because yeah, at that point, it, 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 swing. It, it, there were not many inflection points in the game from Arizona's perspective where they put like real pressure on the Rangers after the Rangers got the lead. And this was the one kind of moment in the game where you felt like, all right, if the Diamondbacks are going to come back, it's going to be right now. Like they'd already gotten a run in at that point. There was a guy on base. Uh, Perdomo was still on base at that point. Um, you really could have done something. And in, in Carroll and Marte, who was the guy who was up next, you had arguably the two most dangerous hitters in the D-backs lineup. So he got him uh, looking and then he got Marte to ground into the double play. And all of a sudden the threat was over. Uh, and the game was over. So I think that's my that's my answer. <laughs> yeah. And the game was over. Yeah. Even under the bright lights of the playoffs, Blue Moon Belgian style wheat ale is the beer that's made brighter. Blue Moon was born in a ballpark for baseball fans, first brewed at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. From its bold, refreshing flavor to its beautiful, bright color, Blue Moon is as iconic as America's pastime. I bet Rangers fans were cracking their fair share of Blue Moons in the bottom of the eighth tonight when Chapman was on the mound. I'm not a Rangers fan, but if I was, I don't know how I would have got through that inning without sipping on some Blue Moon. But even if you're not a fan of one of the two teams in the World Series right now and you're just watching as a regular baseball fan, I'd still recommend going down to the store, grabbing a pack of Blue Moons and watching the game with those moons. With its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, Blue Moon Belgian style wheat ale is a one of a kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth creamy finish. Blue Moon was brewed by baseball so it's the perfect match for the playoffs. The crack of a beer, the pour, the first sip of that bold flavor, Blue Moon always feels like a special occasion. Best served with its signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful bright color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all through the playoffs. Brighten up the baseball playoffs with Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale. It's one of a kind every time. Check out shop.bluemoonbrewingcompany.com for fresh baseball merch and visit get.bluemoonbeer.com rocket to find Blue Moon delivery options. That's get.bluemoonbeer.com rocket. Blue Moon made brighter celebrate responsibly blue moon brewing company golden colorado ale joseph do you uh do you agree with dallas or jay hey or did you have a different moment that you thought stood out as the most pivotal moment in the game those are those are the three most pivotal moments in the game right i mean there. you the could say that scherzer coming out of the game with an injury was the pivotal moment because then you just if you trot him back out there and yeah. he you know there's traffic do you go to John Gray? Does John Gray get you out of that jam? The, the whole thing. Hey, like, that's you, why it's you know butterfly what? effect because, let, you know. Let, let, hold on. So, do we think there's any theater behind this? Because just like, like I told you, Max, a warrior. A warrior. You, you can never question whether or not that dude is ever going to go out on his shield or not. Like, given the option, we know what Max Scherzer is doing. Yeah. That being said, is there any thought there may be a little conversation about this in the wings? Boach is like, hey, <laughs> fake an injury. No, not fake an injury. I'm just saying, look, you, uh, you go out there and you give us what you can, all right? From there, <laughs> think about where we're at matchup wise. And if we've got a lead, maybe it's just a little back. 
Oh, well, he 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 <laughs> fucking came out of the dugout for the fourth. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, like you could see him like. And I mean, I mean, dude, when you're hurting like that, like you're trying to you're trying to walk up the dugout steps. That shit's not easy. You're trying to get ready to go out there. I understand like adrenaline World Series. But I talked about the adrenaline pump and the adrenaline dump. And that's the that's the dump factor for Max. It's like, buddy, I don't care if there's a million people here. You say something about my name. Th- this shit is not feeling good. I can't do this. This sucks. So you could are- just see his face like he was like, oh. Oh, so are you saying he's oh. faking it or not? I don't know. This guy. No, is I'm not. No, I'm not dude. saying he's faking anything. I'm saying like is like like hey, Boach. I'm not feeling great, man. I'm not. You know. All right. Well, here. This is what we do. You get out there. If you're not feeling it, you're not feeling great. You've given us what you got. Oh, I we'll see. We'll have you go okay. out there. Yeah. No. No. Not. Not. Yeah. No. I. Not that he's faking anything. Because Rosenthal like, apparently hey, said Scherzer was quote near tears when heading to yes. the clubhouse. That's what I can. Bit. Yeah, I don't know if that's for the bit. That's he can't fucking feel anything. He's yeah. probably in pain. Well, that was and my question. I was like, that's excessively to committed to this little ruse <laughs> they have going on. Yeah. yeah. No, no. 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 That's that's why I said, like, dude, to to watch him and, and I I agree with Jared that that very well could be like a pivotal a pivotal part of the game where you're like, dude, how does this go if John Gray doesn't do what he does? Yeah. Or if he inherits a mess. Boach, here's yeah. what I'm going to do. I'm going to g- head towards the clubhouse and I'm going to break down in tears. And I'm going to really sell this <laughs> tell for Rosenthal. you. Tell Rosenthal. Yeah, tell Ro- somebody right? leak it to Rosenthal that I'm crying like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> They're just hitting him with the fucking ammonia ammonia bottle in the eyeballs. Well yeah. it up, Maxie. Yeah. be all right. Yeah. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, obviously there was a lot of attention on the Max Scherzer injury, but the biggest injury of the night Adolis Garcia takes mm. a hack, bent over at first base, looks like an oblique, um, some side tightness, immediately came out of the game. I mean, this is a dude that's uh, he's jacked, he's built tough. It was a two-run game. I mean, it's not something where it's like, hey, like, you know, game two or it's nine to one. Hey, let's not risk it. Let's let's take him out. It's still a very uh, winnable game for the D-backs at that point, and Adolis Garcia has been the lifeblood of that Rangers offense for the entire postseason. He gets lifted immediately. And then uh, old Bobby Nightingale had a tweet that the second the game was over, Garcia was out of there. He was on his way to go get some tests done. Um, that's that's the update as of right now. We, we, we record immediately after the games are over. So if you're listening to this tomorrow morning and there's an update, then... You know, it is what it is. We we just that's all the information we have right now. But it didn't didn't look good, didn't sound good. I mean, he grabbed at it immediately out of the batter's box, and then once he got to first base, he continued to grab at it, and uh, he was grabbing at it going down the stairs to the clubhouse. So he was in some obvious pain. That's a that's a pretty big fucking blow. I mean, like Dallas, your your experience with uh, Toradol, which is something that I wish I had the last week. Um, it that's what is the pain tolerance i mean it, it, like you know you're speaking from a pitcher's perspective but uh a guy that has to go up there well, and hack his fucking balls off like what what type of uh what what are the chances we see him come back so for uh look initially what i want to tell you is i just don't know depending on the severity of what he's experiencing let's we have to jump in the hypothetical hot tub right now 
if we're going to have this conversation. And that's I've not never heard of the hypothetical hot tub before. This yeah, is the exciting. hypothetical hot tub. <laughs> so we're going to, and that's, we're not, we're not diagnosing anything. This is no. just, we're just not. Let's say it's a grade two. We're not diagnosing on the first date. We're not diagnosing <laughs> no, shit. No, on no, 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 not not a fucking hypothetical hot tub. No, so, no. There's, there's people watching. We're wearing suits. Uh, hands above the bubbles. Your grade two strain, buddy. We're talking one step away from. Yeah, believe it or not, grade three. But that is grade three. Great, you're done. Like you're not. No, 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 no. Like. We're gonna have Once to you're wait at three, you're one step away down. from four. And then it's like you don't even have Jay, a, it's, you don't even have one. It's anymore. off the bone. Yeah. And well we're just that much closer to five, right? You're that much closer to five. Yeah. Um, but but it's it's like off the bone when you're starting to like three territory. So let's say hypothetical hot tub, it's a two, <laughs> and he's on the and he's on the T train. He's yeah. punched his ticket on the T train, turtle. That's an A B, maybe. A, B, and a half, like, go up there and maybe take a couple pitches the second time around. Yeah. Like, I mechanically, you don't have to sacrifice anything because you're not really feeling the injury. You're not really feeling what would uh, have you turn the brakes on prematurely. So, from a pitcher's perspective, mechanically, able to execute. Arm swing, release point, everything is able to still sync up because there's no pain message being sent to the brain that's being blocked for a swing like you're you're talking about fast twitch and this dude adolis extremely twitchy very twitchy so for him to be able to it's just really about pain tolerance for him if he can withstand that torque have at it we can rest in november and december and january and february Bro, we'll be all right well adolis takes gangster hacks like there's for nothing sure. He puts everything he has into his swings. So, yeah, that seems like something that, uh, um, you know. Yeah, you could, uh, like, I've watched it. You got two wins to go. I've watched a a fucking chicken get field dressed with less intensity than Adolis Garcia swings a baseball bat. Like, we're talking about exposing rib cage and (laughs) breast muscles. Like, this dude is absolutely firing, firing. So that's yeah. why, uh, I mean, there's only so much the T train can cover. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, they're, they're going to try, available. though. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, it, it might be a look, hey, available off the bench. Well, put it this way. If he's not in the starting lineup, I think you could probably say, like, there's a chance we just don't fucking see him again. Yeah, well, because here's the other thing is, you like, you know, it's not going to, you're not going to hide him in DH. No. And he's not going to go out there defensively because he's got to be able to throw. You got to be able. There's just, it's why this sucks. It's why it absolutely sucks. And it's why you hope it's just a man, damn it, that didn't feel great. What is it? Okay, it's calmed down. We've taken a look. I feel great today. Maybe, hopefully, that's the case. Yeah. Uh, while we were talking about Adolis's injury, uh, it has been announced that because John Gray had to come out of the bullpen to pick up the slack for Scherzer, John Gray was great. supposed to be the game four starter. Great day. Game four starter is the Great Dane. Cowboy. Andrew Heaney. <laughs> oh, nice. give it a lasty. <laughs> Let's go. It's Andrew Heaney. Well, who's going the for the D backs? It's a bullpen game for the D backs. They're going bullpen game. Well, 
Yeah. He needs well, basically, I mean, same with Texas. He needs not a starter anymore. I mean, they're he's at a, this he, point. He's an outgitter, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. John Gray. And, you know, that's kind of what I that's kind of what I was thinking going into the series. It, it looked like on paper, like the D-backs have the stronger bullpen. But with all these guys who aren't really bullpen guys, but started during the season. So you don't really consider them bullpen guys. But then you have them come in like a John Gray, Andrew Heaney. They're not the worst options. It almost makes them deeper than the Diamondbacks. Yeah, but the difference between Heaney and Gray is that Gray has been good and Heaney has been bad. <laughs> that does seem like a difference to me. John Gray pitched two innings before today in the playoffs. And, and what? the thing about starters going into the, that can't into be the relief role, the thing that's about these guys I, going into the relief here. role, too, is if Heaney, if Heaney just isn't able to settle in, and establish anything the way we saw Gray do tonight, Two and, and it's thirds. early action, buddy. That can that can get ugly very quickly. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Maybe you're a D-backs fan and you wanted to go to the World Series, but you looked at the prices before the World Series started and you're like, damn, those are way too expensive. I don't think I can go. Well, the best part about game time is you can buy tickets literally up to the last minute of the event and even an hour after it starts. So if you live in the area or you're planning to be around at one of the bars for the game, maybe hop on game time around first pitch or maybe even a little after and see what the prices look like because you might be pleasantly surprised. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before before you check out. Buy tickets in literally seconds with two taps. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for big time savings. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code JARED for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code JARED for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Go ahead, Jay. No, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I get I understand the point, like Andrew Heaney is probably individually a more talented pitcher than some of the people that are being featured in the Diamondbacks bullpen. I just. I don't know. I think I mean, this is obviously dicey for both teams. That's not breaking news. It's a bullpen game. I mean, this is functionally a bullpen game to Joe's hey. point for both teams, because Andrew Heaney in his last the last time he threw 25 pitches in an outing was October 7th. So 23 days ago, let, 24 days ago by the time let, the game's played. Let me ask you guys this. Is the way this series is unfolding because of what we've experienced on the mound um, with, with Scherzer specifically, um, but how we've seen the Diamondbacks perform as well? Is this series, the way that we're watching it unfold, a, a good representation of the era of baseball we're in right now or or do we still do we still not that we still yearn for because yes we still yearn for but do we still expect to see a three-headed monster come october carry the weight and then have a couple guys reveal themselves out of the bullpen as october heroes that really helped the push to the finish line 
or is the fact that we're talking about multiple bullpen type games with not clear cut starting pitcher options as a part of this World Series? It's both, right? Because I mean, like you're getting a bullpen game from the D backs in game four. And I think the come out of nowhere, I mean, I, he wasn't a hero tonight, but I mean, he kind of had his uh, Merrill Kelly start where you, you know, you get whacked one time by Seeger, but you go five and a third. You only give up three runs. Like Brandon Fott has been, he's been rock solid this postseason. And he was arguably the most mocked game one starter in postseason history. Like no one had any faith in that dude coming into the playoffs. And now when he's on the mound, you're like, oh shit, Fott's starting tonight. Like, oh, this is going to be appointment watching. Like that's, well, you're that's saying, what he's, yeah. that's what he's done. You're saying, you're saying don't count him out. Like don't count, like yeah, don't no. sleep on Fott. You better I'm not, not. Even saying that. I think, I think, I don't think anyone's even sleeping on him anymore. I think he's kind of established himself as a guy this, just this postseason alone. Well, for the postseason, I think, at least, right? I, I think <laughs> if you're a, if you're a casual baseball fan, like I, I know we talked about him on Name Redacted. I don't think we mentioned Brandon Fott one time on this podcast. All radio Fott, here so I come. If you're if you're like just tuning in, like your team got eliminated and you, you haven't watched a single D backs game all year, there are more people that would be shocked to learn that he was ass during the regular season. Like they're watching him pitch in the postseason, and be like, oh wow, like he's I, this kid must be a stud. I I do. I am sympathetic to Dallas's question, though, because and I think Brandon Fott's a great he's a great example of why it's a complicated question, because, yes, he has come in. He's been much better than he was during the regular season. He was he's been better in the postseason than he was even during his better stretch during the regular season in the second half. Great story. Somebody to build on for the D-backs moving forward. He's also thrown 22 innings in five starts. Okay, and I think what Dallas was getting at a little bit was that there was an era where when you got to the postseason, there was an anticipation that you weren't just getting one Merrill Kelly start over like both the LCS and the World Series from an entire team. Right. You were getting two or three of those starts from maybe one or two different guys in a rotation. Where you were like, because I remember, like, I was a researcher for a long time, and one of my favorite things to do during the postseason was you would get these signature fucking pitching performances, and you oh. would be like, "All right, I'm going to look up the last time somebody went seven innings and struck out like ten batters and only allowed two or fewer hits." And like Merrill Kelly was an example of that. It's like the only example that's been produced of that. So um, yeah, like not the not literally in the entire postseason, but there have been very few or, examples or, of that, and it feels like we're moving further and further away from that. So yes, Brandon Fott's been great. He also has thrown like four and like four point one innings pitched or four point two innings pitched per start over five starts to a three two seven ERA. So it's like we're not talking about the second coming in his performance either. Um, <laughs> if he's like the breakout young pitcher in, in the postseason, So I, I I'm sympathetic to it. Like, I think these teams have done a decent approximation of that, of the modern version of it with some of the, uh, with some of their performances across the postseason. Merrill Kelly's obviously been mentioned multiple times, but um, I do personally miss the period of time where you had two or three guys in a rotation who were at least capable of delivering like that epic 
get on my back postseason performance, even if not everything well, is going to reach like a Madison Bumgarner and, status. And it feels like Zach Gallen not doing that consistently this postseason has almost prevented us from maybe experiencing just a little bit of that because Jay, hey, when's the last time that we have that we've felt that? Is it? Well, I mean, and, and maybe not even a three-headed monster, but is it? Is it? The is it 2005 Chicago White Sox? No, no, w- with no, fucking no, with Burley hey, and hey, oh, don't uh, disrespect the fuck. Yeah, no, fucking no, no, Freddie Garcia. No, 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 no. I'm not. Yeah, Freddie Garcia. They were a great. It, I, they're a great example Jose of what Contreras. you're. They're a great example of what you're talking about. I'm not disrespecting yeah. that team at all. I'm Wasn't, just saying, um, like, it has to be more dude, recently. John Garland. John Garland. Yeah. What a fucking rotation that was. They they averaged like eight innings a start that postseason. Their whole rotation. Well, the fact. Well, you know what I was looking Berlin at? Contreras, two dudes recently? that just could not have worked fucking faster or slower. Yeah. Tell, tell that, us, Joseph. Like, made It just shows, uh, shows us how fast this thing's kind of turned. If you remember the uh, 2019 World Series when it was, it was Scherzer yeah. versus Granky. Yep. And... Granky got taken out and people were like, why are you taking Granky out? What the fuck? He's going strong. But if you look back, he went, they took him out in the seventh inning. And like nowadays you would never even, that would never even be a, a question. Like you would never let him even get to the seventh inning, giving up two runs. But that's, that, and at the time people were even talking shit back then. Like you should that, let him go. He's so, winning. So that right that there was only three, four years ago. N- not to point out what you said, but the literal the, the word and and where your brain is at as a fan you you are in the mindset like you you just you would be baffled that they would let a starting pitcher go 7 innings in the postseason like that just doesn't yeah. even register in your brain you know what i mean like the, like there's no way they even let that happen these days like so what the fuck was happening what are they talking about they pull and it's like no joe they used that used to be a thing. They used to they used to let him go, like quite a bit. Like, did you know that the guy calling World Series games today pitched against a guy who threw ten innings in a World Series game? He threw nine innings in that game. The guy he pitched against threw ten. The most epic World Series performance ever. He's a Hall hey, of but- Famer, Jay. Hey, fuck you. We'll have that conversation another day. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up, but. That's the kind of stuff that was getting rolled out there, and it's just it's interesting to me and uh, to to hear like a a younger fan, just you know what I mean. Like it's biologically ingrained in you. Like starters just don't do that. But but even dial back the expectations. You're talking about like the Jack Morris John Smoltz game. Like f- fucking forget it. Like a different sport basically. But like <laughs> you sure. only have to go. You only have to go back to 2019. When men were made of iron and ships were made of wood, Jay. Hey, son did, of a bitch. Did Jack like Morris the, go 10 innings in that game? Yes. 10. Fuck it, Jerry. 10. But the Astros, the Astros Nationals World Series, like, I, I'm not talking about you must have a 10 inning or, or a nine inning shutout in every World Series for it to be legitimate or entertaining or something that I'm going to enjoy. But in 2019, you had pitching matchups where you could look at basically all seven games and be like, there is the possible two things. There is the possibility that one of these guys is going to deliver me an epic 
postseason pitching performance. And yes. secondly, secondly, that at the very least, the expectation for these two people is that they are going to give you five plus innings. And like, and I just went through the box scores, and that is overwhelmingly the case in these in these. And there were multiple seven plus inning starts, a lot of six innings. Strasburg delivered a gem in this Strauss. one. Like, but now we go into these starts and it's like, oh, fucking Brandon Fott's on the mound. Like, well, well, what is he? What is a good start for Brandon Fott? It's five innings. Yeah. Two earned but, something like that. Like not all that different from what he gave today, but probably two mm-hmm. instead of three. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a good start if you get that out of him. And Zach Gallen, like he, he has Dallas said he hasn't done it consistently. He basically hasn't done it at all. This postseason yeah. delivered one of those starts. And like, yep. I, I don't know, like and it's not just me being a old baseball fan. I think it's a old problem bitch. in the sense that like. This is one of the ways that you develop stars in the sport, right? Like a starting pitcher who delivers epic postseason performances coming off a regular season where he probably did some of that as well is a way for that person to build a star and be like, hey, that's one of the stars on the pitching side of the sport. If the sport on that side devolves into a bunch of people who are going to give you two to three to four innings and never be able to have that same level of impact on an individual high wattage, lots of eyes on the game performance, then you're not going to be able to build stars on that side of the mount on that side of the game as easily as you used to. And I think that's a problem long term. I want it's also it's also a lot to do with this World Series. It's like the starting staffs on both of these teams are nothing close to what it was in 2019 or pretty much. I can't remember any World Series. In terms of like guys who you really trust, I, I, like Zach Gallon, you would. He's been terrible, but other than that, it's Ovaldi. You could see him going deep. You could see Montgomery maybe because he did it like once already, and then and then Merrill Kelly. But those three guys, no, and then so, Zach Gallon maybe. Joe, but like Joe, I would you don't argue, have a strong starting pitching staffs. I, on I would these. argue, I I would argue that you have to leave. And I've been one of the biggest proponents, one of the biggest fans, if not the biggest fan of Merrill Kelly down the stretch. But I would argue that you have to leave him out of that just because it has been some recency bias on his side. Like, I think going into it, big picture, zoom out. What's the total body of work tell us about who's going to be competitive in this series from the starting staff? I think you're looking at two dudes, Avaldi yeah. and Gallon. And, yeah, I've, and and if, it's, it's really the two other guys, as we've talked about, Kelly and Fott, that have got the attention, that have garnered the attention, deservedly so, and Evaldi's going to need help. And you got Andrew Heaney taking ball game four. You know what Fott, you know Fott's ERA is third time through the owner order this year? Mm, over six? Over six, yes. What? What is it, Joe? What is it? Oh, I don't know if you could look this up that quickly. I was going to say, what is it in September and beyond? I don't know, but for the year, it's 9.68. Hey, September beyond. I'm I'm all about right now, Joe. There's two things people don't give a shit about in this game, Joseph. That's what you did yesterday and last year. 9.68. But if you're the guy making that decision, you see that number, Dallas, and you might, oh, the good old days, they were going deep. You're still going to roll that dice? Hey, I I need to know what's what's it look like (laughs) his last four starts. What's it look like his last four starts? 
What's I don't think like he's right gotten now? to the third time through the order in the last <laughs> four starts, and so just, the, that's the reason. So maybe it's a good time to test the waters. Yeah, I could look. Right? I could look up World Series se- time. Why since not? September. I so need a my- hero. This episode of Baseball's Dad is sponsored by BetterHelp. This time of the year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change. Something to look forward to to make you feel grounded and to give you the tools to manage everything that's going on. I've definitely benefited from therapy in the past, and honestly, just having someone to talk to about your day-to-day struggles really goes a long way. If you're under the impression that therapy is just for people who've experienced major trauma, that's not true. Anything that's got you feeling down or giving you stress that you need to get off your chest, BetterHelp's there for just that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's honestly the best part about it for me. Like, I'm up till 2, 3, 4 a.m. editing these podcasts, especially during the World Series. The last thing I want to do is wake up early and go drive somewhere to talk to someone in person. That's what's so great about BetterHelp, is I can just jump on a call with a licensed therapist from the comfort of my own home. I don't have to rearrange my whole day around it, and I can get the help I need right online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com baseball today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash baseball. We, we brought this up before we started recording, but the TV ratings for Game 1 of the World Series, I think they were the worst ever <laughs> for a Game 1. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what do I we, feel like what do we that attribute that to? People don't watch TV anymore. No, I got I got an answer. <laughs> a, what is it? Ga- game one was on a fucking Friday. Yeah, that that could be a two. I mean, that is Damn, that is definitely that. it. I think that's statistically like one of the least watched TV days of the week, and also unusual for a World Series to start on a Friday. Yeah, and it's not the biggest marquee matchup. If we're being honest, the star no, that's power number is one. not. That is the number one. The <laughs> national. I mean, they the it's fact also they do this the in fact every that they sport. Got Mookie Betts's ass out there to fucking drum up some excitement. It's like, hey, I know you guys got swept by the D backs, but can we get Mookie out here to ask questions at the press conference? Like, that's that's where we're at. They I saw mean, the ratings. They were like, bring in Mookie. I mean, again, unless yeah. unless you are personally as a listener, like a Fox executive or a Major League Baseball employee, like in the commissioner's office. I don't know why you would give a fuck about what the ratings for game one are. Like, if you're enjoying the product, that's all that matters. I'm I, loving it. I hate ratings conversations. Unless you are somebody who is employed well, in a way where yeah. they are going to impact you. Yeah, yeah the, the, the nearly point four is not going to, it's not doing it for, for the folks in, in suits and ties. That's fine. Let it's them a, worry about it. Also, they are literally paid to worry about it. It's also a trend across every sport other than the fucking Super Bowl. And I don't know the MB- hey, NFL but, but playoffs, you know what? but I feel like Joe, NBA I, and NHL playoffs both had like record lowest viewerships. I feel like account, I feel like accounting for that shit is just like us trying to figure out how to account for defensive effectiveness. Right? We, we, we've thrown some fucking algorithms out there. Yeah. Are they all great? No. Flawed? Extremely. Can we depend on them? No. So, uh, I mean... Are we really doing a good job of factoring in everybody that's taking in the product? I feel like there's some biases and hurdles set up when when we're talking about assessing whether or not people have eyeballs on this. I'm going to say this. There's probably not a ton of Diamondbacks fans out there in the grand scheme of things. Like, how many Diamondbacks fans, baseball fans, 
are alive and well today, right now, a fan, whatever you consider a I fan. I was I was there in fucking July or whatever it was when I did the MLB Combine at Chase Field. I didn't see any. I didn't see any people walking around in Diamondback shit. And I was at the ballpark. I mean, obviously it wasn't a game day, but like I'm just like bopping around Phoenix with the fucking mayor. Sean and Casey, and there's there's no D-backs fans but that's, just walking around. That's different. That's different. We're talking about high school guys, college guys. Like there's you yeah, know, don't, like don't baseball. walk around in Philly or Boston or New York or LA. You're gonna see Dodger hats. You're gonna see Mets hats and Yankees hats and Red Sox hats. Like there was no one just be like repping the D-backs around just Phoenix. Fair. That's fair. That's you know. So just a, it's a it's a limited pool. That's not to say people. that they don't exist. Though. Like I. Hand up. I mean, I've been on baseball Twitter for over a decade and I had never, ever encountered D-backs fans ever on Twitter. And now that they're in the world, see, I'm not saying that they're bandwagon fans or anything, but I just never encountered them. And now, lo and behold, here they are. And like, it's so, kind of like the it's like the Astros in like 2017. Or it's like, I never heard from these motherfuckers before. And now, all of a sudden, they're like super like spicy all of a sudden. Well, Jay, yeah, well, hasn't yes. have been great to be a D-backs fan recently. Per Jay so, uh, and and Joe, if you got your shoes off, you can you can maybe count this high. But per capita, how many? Give me a percentage of Diamondbacks fans that are tuned in to the World Series. Wouldn't all of them be? If you're a Diamondbacks fan, like you're watching the World Series. If you're, if you're a Diamondbacks fan, you're not watching the World Series. Like, what the fuck? How are you even a Diamondbacks fan? It's got to be 100% of Dynamax fans unless they have I, I just, no, a prior engagement. That's the thing, like, I'm going to say 90, 92%. 8% of them have to go trick-or-treating with their kids or some shit. Got work. I have no idea. <laughs> I guess that means I'm right. <laughs> I don't think the ratings are a surprise, though. I really don't. I mean, no. worst ever? <laughs> They're always well, the worst okay. ever, dude. Okay, so let's. Like, like, like you, you, if there's a hundred Diamondbacks fans watching baseball. How many of them? The highest that it's been in thirty years. Like baseball is on an upward trend, and then all of a sudden you get slapped in the face that this is the worst <laughs> viewership for a game sure. one of the World Series ever. That is a t- that is a <laughs> tough. Yes, that that those two things seem to run counter to each other, right? But I, first of all, I think the first thing that you cited all of the good news that came out of Major League Baseball from viewership and attendance and all that stuff this year, that's way more important to the to the growth of the game long-term than what the ratings of an individual World Series game are. Secondly, like we got a World Series, and I know, peop- I know fans of these teams are tired of hearing about it. We got a World Series matchup that was not going to yield good ratings. And anybody who's going to fake surprise over this or indignation is just doing it for show, like just doing it for show. Like the Diamondbacks objectively have one of what the five or six smaller, smallest fan, fan bases yes. in in Major League yes. Baseball. Yeah, top just by bottom existence. seven, something like that. Yeah, whatever. They're it is. one of the two um, most newest teams in the game. I mean, come on. Yeah, and the Rangers are not a national product. They're not a TV draw nationally. So no. um, even if like you know the Dallas Arlington area is. Uh, a pretty substantial, obviously, piece of uh, like a lot of people live there. Um, and, you know, in terms of like Jared's point at worst in 30 years, like 
No, no, no. I'm the, saying no, ever or ever the, or whatever. The, like it's it's always. I said like, the attendance is the best that it's been in yes, 30 you, years. So I thought we were going to ride that wave into at least some World Series viewership. But like, you know, you compare the World Series viewership from now to pre like 10 years ago. It's almost always going to be lower, no matter what the matchup was. But this is this was the danger of Rangers D backs as opposed to. Probably Astros Phillies. Uh, I don't think we would be having a worst of all time conversation if it was Astros Phillies. Probably still wouldn't be breaking records. And again, I don't but, think anybody so, should fucking care. Well, you know, but well, look, you know what? This brings up an interesting question. If if we're talking about how to sell the game of baseball, and we are trying to move away from the slow pace that the three true outcome provides and we're trying to really sell like the activity on the base path and the athleticism limiting defensive movement and would it matter that you have these quote-unquote stars because it almost feels like some of the stars are the guys who are putting the ball out of the ballpark so is is it a struggle trying to get folks to get on board with the brand of baseball that the Diamondbacks play and maybe identifying the guys who make that machine go as it does, as opposed to being able to just kind of check in on a team like the, and I, I know you're going to laugh when I say this, but like, let's say the angels are in the postseason. A, a casual can easily latch on to a Mike Trout, Shohei Otani performance, right? I think that's less to do with the style of play that the D-backs employ and more to do with the fact that you can't you cannot establish stardom in the World Series in terms of being able to draw people in while it's going on. Like you have to be a star level player who is ascending to the World Series and performing on the largest stage. So like if to your point about the Angels, like Otani and Trout are already baked in superstars. Like yes, Corbin Carroll is a star. We all know that. But like he's not a star in the national sense, and there's well, basically nothing he can do in this I, World Series to impact World Series ratings this year. I agree. I he agree. Do some crazy fucking shit. He could if he did some crazy. No, but I agree. Got a fight. I agree with. I agree with everything that bad both at of you were saying. Because Jay, hey, it's not like it's a coming out party per se for Corbin Carroll. Because we know why his game is what it is, and we know how it impacts his team and the game of baseball. But casual fans might look at the game of baseball and how it's been played the last five, ten plus years and think, well, Corbin Carroll's not a dude who's hitting 40, 50 homers. And we're going, no, no, but he's a dude who's hitting 30 plus and he's swiping 50 bags. Like this dude's playing great defense. You need to pay attention to how this guy plays the game of baseball and how it's trending back to valuing guys like him. So when you don't have that big bludgeoner on the docket, but you do have a dude like him and a guy like Cattell Marte who just continues to swing the bat in the postseason, um, is there... <laughs> he's Listen, it, we can talk about all of these fucking people until we're blue in the face. The deal is, is that the World Series happens while college football is going on, while the NFL is in the heart of its season, while the National Basketball Association is just getting started again, while the NHL is like three, what, two and a half weeks 
into its season, yeah. three weeks into its season. Like you just, if the World Series is between two big market teams or teams with lots of established high wattage stars, then the ratings are going to be probably pretty good. If they don't have those things, the ratings are probably going to be pretty disappointing. What we need to focus on for people who are concerned, who are using ratings as a proxy for a concern about the growth of the game is that you need to focus on the regular season. And I think there's lots of reasons to be encouraged about the 2023 regular season and the changes that were made and the results that came from those changes about why baseball is headed in the right direction. But if you pin your hopes to World Series ratings, you are setting yourself up for disappointment because nobody is going to give a fuck about how good Corbin Carroll or Keltel Marte's hitting streak is right now. They're just not going to. Put it, put it like this. If they don't I already know a care, of, I mean. I, I, I know a lot of people, Jay Hay, who fancy themselves, um, you know, fight fans, if you will, MMA fans. And there was just a big fight that occurred between the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. And he fought a guy who is probably one of the baddest, if not the baddest man on the planet in Francis Ngannou. And That's not John I, Jones. <laughs> no, Francis Ngannou is a bad, bad dude. John Jones, we're, we're going to find out just how bad that dude is at heavyweight. I don't think anybody's got questions about that. I do not have questions <laughs> about that. Uh, I, I take John Jones with a fucking ripped pack right now. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, John Jones I'll is a different, is a different level of dude. <laughs> Joe, I would sign you and 36 other Joes up for that, and I don't know that I'm taking I you and your give, boys. I don't, care, I don't care how big he is. I'll fuck him up. But, but, but that, like that, I'm just that type of guy. But that, that, heavyweight, that type of guy. That heavyweight stardom, Jay Hay, that like, we know who that fight was about, and we know who that fight involved, and we were all excited about that. Does anybody know who Tyson Fury is about to fight in, in I think it's December? Jake Paul. <laughs> right. You don't. And that's well, where the, like, that's the, that's Joseph boxer Duff versus Duffield. boxer. That's the sanctioned. Like, it's just, <laughs> it should be. Hey, Butterbean. He don't want. He won't sign the fucking contract, Jay. Yeah. That's been trying to get this worked out. Yeah. Fat boy's kind of getting scared. I but. think Jay Hay made the best point about this whole conversation. It's just it's it's about the regular season. Our ratings up there in the regular season when everyone is invested in baseball. Yep. Uh, are the is attendance up? Yep. Uh, is revenue up? Yep. Okay. So I mean, once it's World Series time, I think today is the only day in the calendar year that all four major sports were played on the same day so yeah, yeah there's there's other well, alternatives i yeah. get it and the, the one thing that sucks too is that baseball this is where it's most profitable as a business if you are in if you are in the game as far as baseball goes whether it's media content whatever the postseason this is where baseball does its work this is where baseball makes its money like it just is that way but as far as like staying power and understanding why things look the way they look and to Jay Hayes point where the star power is created is doing it over 162. And Joey, why I said that I agree with you as well is because if you have a dude who just bursts onto the scene over a, say they play five, six, seven games and he's in the mix, this, 
this guy, whoever it is, all of those games, well, that's when you capture somebody's attention, right? And now they're looking mm-hmm. for you come March of next year. If Shohei was in the World Series, it'd be a fucking, you know, global spectacle. They, they would be up. Those numbers would be up. It would be saying they'd be breaking records. Yeah, it would but, absolutely be a spectacle. It would it would yeah, rise yeah. above the other sports that are going on right now. And that's the yep. difference. Yeah, so you just got to only if, if you're worried about viewership, major, it's a roll of the dice. Who's going to be in the. Yeah, Joe, Joe, ma- major media outlets would pay people who don't even cover the sport to go cover it and opine on it like that's. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> we've never seen that. The only Could rating that you need to worry Braves. about is the rating in your old, your own household, people. Are the TVs on in your house, and are you enjoying it? Yes, yes. Yeah, are you guys? Great. Let's, let's have a and great you can't World complain. Series. It, it, if you don't have it on your TV, then you bring up the stream on your phone and your laptop, then don't complain. You don't care about the sport. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I don't, care about, on I don't four care about all that, but yeah. You should. The ratings are down. I don't, but we don't Ooh. care, remember? We just talked about that. <laughs> I'm just being a little sarcastic, but you know, I know. Just a you know, classic. I'm just a classic Duff. A classic Joe. <laughs> yeah, classic Duff. Guys, imagine what you can accomplish when you're not distracted by the swampy conditions in your shorts. Dollar Shave Club's ball spray is like deodorant for your balls. It absorbs moisture, reduces chafing, and keeps those rank odors at bay. Not to mention our minty, fresh, tingly aroma that lets you know you're fresh, and a precision sprayer that makes application easy at any angle. Get a fresh pair. Visit dollarshaveclub.com to get ball spray today. Uh, All right. Uh, Game four coming at you on Tuesday night. Bullpen game for the D-backs. The Heen machine for them Rangers. Uh, Who do we got taking game four? Dallas? Oh. I mean, it's tough for me to not. uh, Snakes. Snakes up. Oh, my Fucking God, Dallas. You got this series getting tied? Oh. Absolutely good, huh? Uh, who's your who's your Snakes X factor? Rebound. Who's your X factor for game four? <laughs> I, uh, Marino's going deep. Okay, all right. Marino's going deep. Okay, like that's I I didn't even know it until right now. I just fucking just I came just, to you. Yeah, yeah. I just so you go ahead and book that. Jake, cut it. Uh, we'll clip that tomorrow. Thanks. Um, Jay, who you got in game four? Uh, I'm rolling snakes as well. Wow! Uh, Dub snakes in game four. Damn, we're gonna be pumping it up tomorrow yeah, night. I, I think I think it's bad news with Andrew Heaney on the bump. I think the D backs are gonna get to him right away. Some people are off the Christian Walker X Factor train. <laughs> not I, me. Uh, I would not be one of those people. No, I think he's gonna go deep no. tomorrow. No. <laughs> Oh wow! You got Christian Walker as the X Do it to him. Off do it of to him, That's right. Wow. That's right. I don't wow. know if they're hidden. In, I don't. I don't know if they're back to back in the lineup, Jay. But did they just go back to back? I don't know if that's. I don't. I look, I'm not drawing the lineup up. Tell the to know. holler at us. Um, mm. Joseph, what are you got in Game Four? I'm a cowboy, but yeah. I'm also going snakes. What? I gotta go snakes. Or the, I think snakes are alive. I think I think Adola's going down is a big. That's a, that is a big factor. Big hit because the reason why I like the Rangers so much is because I just think they're they can they're gonna out homer the D backs. 
that's their big strength over them. Jeez, without a dullness, that hurts. And you know, one thing we didn't talk about is Mr. Spore shuts the doors. Yeah, he did. That little injury, let's pray that does, because if that's fucked, if that's actually a real thing that's going to hurt him, oh. then that that might be the worst hit for the Rangers. Fuck it, Joe. Out of well, who's, he can jump on the T train, too. We got plenty of tickets. Plenty of tickets on the T train. I don't doubt it. I got faith in spores. Yeah. Just got to throw Jared, it Jared, is that a little, little is... premature snakeulation there? You thought? <laughs> I mean, listen, he you fucking fooled, it was... me. He fooled me. Notes. Oh. Um, but I mean, if oh, you're, you're going to ask me, though. Oh, you're going Rangers? We're asking. You're going Rangers? You're That's cute. Me, wow. Didn't see that coming. If you're going to ask me Nobody about cares. how I see game four going, there's only one team. <laughs> there's only one team that can come out on top in a game four like this. And that's the D-backs, honestly. It's a fucking bullpen game. I can see that just absolutely causing chaos with the Rangers lineup. You don't have a Dolis Garcia, maybe. Who knows what you're going to get from Heaney. You're going to get a different look every couple innings with the bullpen game from the D-backs. How they, they, they're they due for a loss on the road at some point. 9-0, that's a hell of a streak. But, I mean, Jesus Christ. This, this series just feels like a roller coaster. I could see it being the D-backs in game four. And you know what else they got? What? Hottest hitter in America, Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham, yeah. Oh, he's, he's emerged. good, Pham. He's I told emerged. you. I told you. I didn't want to. I didn't want to toot my own horn too much and be like, not only is, is he gonna see what Mike Maddox said, but he's gonna find out from my tweet. <laughs> Lo and behold, he saw it. He saw that tweet. So I'm glad the Mike Maddox, the Mike Maddox, was able to take in a game, uh, game three. Yeah, don't know I'm that, glad he was able to take, take in the air through, through his trachea after <laughs> after he saw that tweet. So, oh, um, all right, uh, guys, got some bonus content tonight. Uh, we'll be back after game four. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Check out the YouTube. Subscribe. We're getting really close to 500,000 subscribers. Head on over. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, share. Tell your friends about baseball is dead if they're into the World Series. Um, trying to get to 500K by the end of the playoffs. Can't do it without you guys. Uh, all right. We'll be back after game four. Wow. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.